0: happy hump day oregon i'm finn jd john fj at offbeatoregon.com and this is the daily offbeat oregon history podcast It's Wednesday, so this is an archive show, but it last aired two to ten years ago, so unless you're a hardcore long-time listener, it's probably new to you. Thanks for downloading, and I hope you enjoy it. This story was first published on May 16th of 2010 under the headline, Rajneesh Puram, Oregon's Red Scare Featured Dozens of Rolls Royces. It's part two in a series of four articles about the Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh and Rajneesh Puram. Here we go. One of the strangest episodes in Oregon history took place just a few dozen years ago, when an East Indian guru bought a patch of the Central Oregon High Desert Country. Many of us remember vividly the saga of the Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh. Although the Bhagwan said he was not a spiritual leader or a founder of a cult, he did apply for tax-exempt religious group status for his organization. He wasn't big on poverty. When his followers started buying him Rolls-Royce automobiles, he was happy to accept. By the end of his ride, he had at least 90 of them. While he'd been known in India as the sex guru, you'll remember, he quickly became known in his new home as the Rolls-Royce guru. Now... Central Oregon is a place where people tend to mind their own business, so one would expect the locals to react to a group of mystics buying one of the local ranches with not much more than a chuckle and a shake of the head. And that's how it was, at first. But as you may recall, the honeymoon for the Sannyasins, as his followers were called, was very short. It ended virtually the instant the Vagwan's designated spokeswoman in number two, Ma'anan Sheila, known prior to her joining of the cultist Sheila Silverman, started talking to the media. Sheila considered Oregon locals to be a bunch of ignorant, small-minded rednecks, and she never missed a chance to share that view. It didn't help matters much when the Bhagwans started staging road shows every day, driving one Rolls or another 70 miles from the ranch accompanied by security jeeps full of armed guards and buses of devotees, to get an ice cream soda, a strange menu selection for a diabetic man in Madras, which he no doubt pronounced Madras. He would enjoy the soda in the car while the red-clad multitudes danced around the rolls celebrating the Guru's snack in the noisy style of Westerners acting out their stereotypes of Eastern mysticism. Meanwhile, the newcomers were having trouble getting variances approved to build a big city on land zoned for exclusive farm use. So they bought a building in Antelope and moved a bunch of followers into it and ran four of them for city council. In desperation, the locals tried to disincorporate, but the red people were now voting members of the town, and there was only so much resistance that the town's 43 other registered voters could put up. The Rajneeshese won the election handily, and thus was begun what later became known locally as the, quote, invasion and occupation of the town. The new city council promptly renamed the town Rajneesh and made clothing optional in the city park. Then, of course, they got busy approving the variances they needed for property that was in city limits. Having tasted the cup of power, the commune now set its sights on bigger game. First, they incorporated their commune as a genuine municipality. So then they were controlling two towns, Antelope and Rajneesh-Buram. Then they started trying to pack followers into the commune so that they might have a greater impact on Wasco County elections. To do this, Rajneesh leaders threw open the gates to the nation's homeless, paying bus fare for anyone who wanted to come to Rajneesh Puram for the, quote, Share a Home program. Free food, shelter, and clothing. It was a compelling idea for anyone shivering under a railroad bridge in February in Seattle or Oakland or Boston or wherever. However, to be eligible, the homeless people had to be adults. Homeless families were not brought in. Meanwhile, the Bhagwan's teachings had lurched wildly into weirdness, lending some actual credibility to his later claims that his voice had been co-opted by Sheila. Now he was predicting global thermonuclear holocaust by the mid-1990s and urging his followers to dig deep bunkers so they could survive it. By this time, Sheila had his power of attorney as well. And on the surface, it looked like she was managing it very well. By the end of 1984, despite the resentment and open enmity of almost everyone, the Bagwan's followers seemed poised to take over Wasco County and build that shining, sani city that the bearded one had always talked and dreamed about. But it was not to be. Two years later, the Bhagwan was in exile, Sheila was in prison, Antelope was back in the hands of its citizens, and law enforcement officers were breathing a big sigh of relief. We'll talk about how that came to be, in parts three and four of this series. Key sources in this part have included works by Bill Gulick, Wynne McCormick, and Osho.com. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. This podcast is part of Offbeat Oregon History, a public history resource for the state we love, which is in turn a division of Pulp Lit Productions, a boutique publishing house that specializes in audiobook and regular book editions, of stories from the classic pulp fiction era. Robert E. Howard, Algernon Blackwood, Edgar Rice Burroughs, and so on. More info can be found at pulp-lit.com. This podcast is covered under a Creative Commons license, type CC by SA International 4.0. Our theme music is by the Atlas String Band and was written by Carmen Ficara. Listen and download more at atlasstringband.com. Got an idea for a show I should do, or just want to say hi, or maybe you're going to be in Corvallis sometime soon with time for a cup of coffee or a pint of Hammerhead. Drop me a line at fj at offbeatoregon.com. Fresh episodes of Offbeat Oregon history come your way at around 6 a.m. every weekday morning. So if you're looking for the next one, you haven't long to wait. Till then, go fill up the rest of the day with good stuff. Bye now.